Hey y'all, I'm Bianca. And I'm Shawnee, and you're listening to Mindful BS. A weekly discussion about how we mindfully navigate through life's BS. The major, the minor, and everything in between. So you ready? Let's do it. Hey! Happy Mother's Day! Oh my goodness. So you guys, obviously you're listening to this on Monday, but we're recording on Sunday and it is Happy Mother's... Well, it's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Wow. Well, Happy Mother's Day to all of our moms out there. I hope you guys are enjoying your day. We know that the mom life has so many different layers and although it is beautiful, it can be stressful. So I hope Mm -hmm. today you are enjoying a nice peaceful day and just enjoying the beauty of motherhood today. Yeah, that was, I mean, I have nothing else to say. That was perfect. Yeah. And we do have a special guest today. We do. And in honor of Mother's Day, we have my mother. (laughs) Hello, everybody. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, guys, this is my mom, and she's going to be here today, you know, being the mom of the episode. Wait, okay, so what would you like us to call you? Because, see, I'm still old school. I put Miss in front of everything. You can call me mom, Shani. Okay. After that gift today, oh my goodness, you're added to the list of daughters. Oh yeah, Shani <laughs> came in the house bearing gifts for my mother today. She's always trying to upstage me. No, okay. <laughs> anyways, it was anyways. so sweet, y'all. So how are your was. weeks? Thank you. I just you know I try. How was your week, mom? Um, it was good. Busy. Um. Running around, just getting ready for today, so I can honor my mom. But um, I didn't have anything major going on this week. How was your week? This week was a hot mess. I spent half of the week traveling for work. Um, so I got back like Friday evening, and I don't know. This whole week has just been a blur. Yeah. I'm thankful that I made it through, but I'm also very, very grateful that it's over. Amen, sister. Yeah. Me too. My week was hella stressful. Just a whole bunch of random stuff and work stuff and just a lot of miscellaneous issues that I could have did without. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> like Shani said, glad it's over. Looking forward to a new week. Same. Um, and I think that this week will be better. Right. Yeah. Positive vibes. Mm-hmm. For sure. So are we jumping right into pop culture? Yes, we're jumping right into pop culture because it seems like there's just so much pop culture on the docket today. Okay. It was a busy week. Okay, so you know that our girl Janae dropped new music this week. Yes. Did you listen to the song? So she actually had dropped that a couple months ago on Instagram, but it wasn't the full song. Yeah. So yeah, I liked it. I mean... I like it. But she also posted, did you see she posted a picture with Big Sean? Yeah. So I thought it was funny because the song came out, then everybody was like basically calling it a diss track to Big Sean. Mm-hmm. So then she basically went on there like, you know, this is where I, this is basically old to y'all. <laughs> I mean, old to me, new to y'all. This is where I was at that time. I'm not in that place anymore. Yeah. Then she dropped the photo and turned the comments off on the photo. Oh, did she? Yeah. yeah. I didn't notice that part. Yeah, but. she did. So I was like, okay. I was happy. Yeah. So were they a couple at one time? Or oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? They were a couple for a while. She had his face tattooed on her arm. His whole his face. His whole face oh was tattooed God. on her. Like, right here. Too. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
know? Yeah. Like, they were in love, love. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely behind on that because I thought he was at one time with Ariana Grande or somebody. Yeah, but that was Was way before. before. Yeah, that was before. Yeah. And then it was her. And then I feel like after they broke up, they had kind of said that they had seen them together. Ariana, that's what they were trying to say. Because that's around the time she also had that Thank You Next song. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's what happened. Glad to hear. I love uh, Janae's music. I was very happy to get new music from her. I wonder if we're going to get more from that broken hearted stage. Because I feel like she probably recorded a lot of stuff. I do too. That You know that probably was like her healing so. process. Okay. I hope so. All right, so that happened. Sierra also dropped new music. Now, not here for the music. She could have probably kept that aspect. But in her videos, she dropped, like, visuals of, like, her most intimate moments, like, from her wedding and when she had baby Sienna. And Russell Wilson crying at the... Russell Wilson is that husband, okay? When you... Look up husband. They might as well just put Russell Wilson right there. He is amazing. He was crying at he was crying at the wedding. They showed him like, you know, you know, having his moment at the wedding. Then Sierra was on the talk show this morning. It was like, hey, we got a surprise. It's Russell Wilson and the kids making cute videos. Then just yesterday, they posted a video of Russell Wilson at Sienna's ballet class doing ballet with her. He's just like (laughs) All American dad. Can I get one? Where do <laughs> they make them? Send me one. I deserve. <laughs> like, I, I want know. one. Yeah. yeah, he's amazing. I so, just what's the song? Bad? No, it was it's like a beautiful just, yeah. reflection song of her journey like to how she song? got. Yeah. Okay. So how she got? Honestly, I tried to listen to the album because you know. Oh, she came out with an album. Yeah. It. Mm, yeah, she just it's, music no. just not. Yeah, mm. I like that level up, level up. I mean, level up, level up. It's I catchy. Mean, yeah, I mean, she's a poppy culture, but none of her albums, none of yeah. the songs. She got one with Kelly Rowland though. I listen to that song because you know Kelly, my girl. But I liked that song was okay. But you know, Sage is on. But Sierra just really ain't here. I'm not really here for the music, but what I am here for <laughs> is the blessings that is in Sierra's life because baby girl. You are doing amazing, sweetie. Yeah. Amazing. Sure and is. you deserve. Good place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay, so also Kylie announced oh, her, skin her Kylie skin? skincare line. I saw that. So she's already a billionaire. So we already know that an extra skincare line is just probably going to make her like Kylie gets to the bag, okay? Yeah, especially because with Kylie Cosmetics, she does all of her own, like, manufacturing everything. Yeah. So, like, I feel like everything she makes is directly to her. Whereas a lot of other people, you know, a lot of other people, they partner with brands. So, mm-hmm. the money that they make from it is, like, being split multiple right. ways. But shout out to her. Shout mm. out to her. She is really getting to the bag, Okay. Also, um, I heard Rihanna is actually dropping a Fenty skincare line, too, very soon. I feel like I heard that, too. But she did announce her luxury clothing line. And we got to shout my girl out because she's the first woman of color to create an original luxury brand with Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Get that money, sis. Shout out to her. Shout out to you, Black Excellence. And you know, Rihanna, 
I want music too. And I know that's on the back burner right now. But keep doing what you're doing. Because yeah. lo- I'm loving all of these business ventures. Yeah, me too. And then I, you know what? Because she's into music, movies. So she's acting, mm-hmm. makeup, potentially skincare, mm-hmm. fashion. I'm here for it. And then you also have to think about it. With everything that we know about the music industry now... The music industry probably isn't as lucrative, lucrative as all the other. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So that's probably why she is like, yeah. "I'll come out with an album when I come yeah. out with when it. I feel yeah. like it." <laughs> but right now, I'm trying to get these coins. <laughs> that's right, Rihanna. I'm here for it. Okay, so congratulations to Kim Kardashian and Kanye West because they had their fourth baby. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah. So <laughs> what? What? I don't know. It's just you know. How many more babies is she going to have? I think that's it. I think they only wanted four. She, two boys and two girls. Okay. What? Ooh, shady. No, no. It's just, uh, I guess, you know, like when you have money like they do. You can just, yeah. You can just, you know, have babies galore. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can yeah. if you can afford them. I didn't even know they were doing the whole surrogate thing again. Yeah. yeah. Something happened with her with her second baby where... It became dangerous for her to continue to have babies, so mm-hmm. that's why she's used surrogates for yeah. this one and the previous one. Mm. Well, well, congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Also, I just want to say, because, you know, Kim has been getting a lot of credit for freeing those um, inmates and those special cases, <laughs> but she's been working with, obviously, a law firm or a law partnership to do that, and I just want to acknowledge that the lady behind all of those cases is a black woman shout out to the black women out there (laughs) getting stuff done and she made a statement basically saying like yes kim is helping but don't get it twisted i've been doing this for years okay like we've been doing this kind of work we just glad to have kim on the platform yes she's doing what she's saying but basically don't get it twisted give us our credit okay Yeah. yeah and i'm here for that um the Raspy. So, I don't know if you heard, but, like, Raspy was... Yeah, so he was charged, and then the charges were, were dropped. dropped. And basically, he's losing, leaving the tour. He's not finishing up the remainder of the tour because to focus on his mental health. Yeah. So, I don't know all the details, but all I'm saying, all I am is... I. I do. I am glad that he's recognizing that there's an issue and that he's taking the break necessary needed. But I just wanted to send, you know, well wishes to him and... I hope he gets the treatment or the help that he needs because he's obviously going through something. What what happened? Girl, didn't I just say I didn't know the details? Yeah. Pay attention. There was he was a, allegedly he did some type of it was some type of domestic violence where he choked up his girlfriend oh. or something along those lines. Okay. So obviously she went to the police and filed charges and then once that broke out they kinda he wasn't on the tour anymore, obviously, because yeah. he got arrested and all of that stuff. But because she dropped the charges, mm-hmm. but he did put out like, or his team put out like a statement saying like he apologizes to the fans and the tour mates and all of this stuff. But I mean, you have to realize because he was the one that said that he was molested, molested by, by um, the, Chris Stokes, yeah. and I heard that Chris Stokes was actually on the tour. At one point, he popped them. up on the tour. Yeah, so that has to be 
you know, obviously we don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. but if he really was molested by this man, for him to then be on the tour, like, that has to take a toll on you mm-hmm. mentally. Yeah. So, yeah. Still don't think it was right for what he did to his girlfriend. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean. Uh, well, when you, like, manifest pain like that, it comes out where you inject it onto other people. Yeah. So, you know, de- definitely his situation has some roots. Yeah. And um, that have not been resolved. And I'm not surprised Chris Stokes was on the tour because obviously he has ownership over, over those. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Best wishes. Is, yeah. it, is it Raspy or Raspy? <laughs> Raspy. That was with a B? Yeah. I always thought it was Raspy. Like, Raspy. No, like Raspy. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, I wanted to talk about Georgia's extended heartbeat bill. So, you guys know, I think I mentioned on the podcast how Ohio had passed the heartbeat bill. It basically said that women can get abortions under any circumstances after six weeks or the heartbeat has been detected. So, that bill has been passed in several other states. But in Georgia, they're trying to do an extended version of that. So, it's already that's already illegal. But they're also trying to make it so that... If you experience a miscarriage and they can deem that it's you're responsible for it, they'll charge okay. you a second de- second degree murder. Time. This is too much. Yes. This is too much. Yeah. Yep. I'm no. like, this is ridiculous. This is also inhuman. making it illegal for Georgia residents to go to another state to get an abortion if they need to. Why are y'all so consumed? Like, I do not understand. This is ridiculous. Like, y'all want to monitor our reproductive organs but then when these kids come into this world to these parents who don't want them who are resentful for them they're gonna suffer and where the government gonna be at i wish they would put more energy into you know preventing actual living human beings on this world now from getting shot or molested or Killed for no reason by police officers, by parents, by, you know, just random people, school shootings. Put some of this energy into that because y'all, That's what are, I'm saying. y'all are doing the Also, most wanting right to now. ban birth control because anything that can stop the fertilization of the egg should be illegal Wait, too. Like, <laughs> what is happening? No. And this is real life. Is. No. no. Like, this is what's going down. Like, these are the and kind of things that are being have discussed. an issue with the fact that, like, and this percentage is not right, but I'm just being dramatic. Like, 95% of Congress and the Senate and all of these people who are voting on these bills are men. Yes. Like, yes. you don't even what? have reproductive organs. How yeah. can you decide which one should do? I mean, it's just a form of oppression. It really is. Yeah. It really just feels like we're going backwards. Yeah. Like, how in 2019 are we going back to making abortions illegal? Like, right. we're not progressing. Like, that's going backwards. I think they mad because women out here on the come up, you know, yeah. making money, doing great things. So they like, they we should. Like, uh-uh. Y'all <laughs> no. need to go back in the home. Keep Raise cooking. these Raise kids. The kids. Nah. I'm being dramatic, but for real. Yeah. No, for real. When people are in fear of, you know, another group taking over, this is what they do. That's you know, ridiculous. sanctions and mandates are now to keep them held back. So. Mm-hmm. That's a hot mess. Well, I won't be moving to Georgia. Girl. And I just want to add, isn't Georgia probably predominantly mostly black people down there? I mean. The demographics of it. 
Probably, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know the actual statistics on Me that. Either. But, but I, yeah. you know, they have, I mean, when you think about, yeah, yeah, like the large cities like Atlanta, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. So then the last thing that I want to talk about, because the world couldn't stop talking about it this week, is the whole Aisha Curry situation. Oh. I don't really have much. I kind of don't understand why it was such a big deal. Yeah. But I also didn't watch the full Red Table Talk. I guess from people's perspective, it's like Aisha was, what from her statement, people were basically saying, feeling like she's married, but she wants attention. She's seeking attention from other men. And she shouldn't have made a statement like that. Because if Steph was to say something like that, then it would be a whole thing. I don't think she was. But what I, go ahead. I don't think she was. I don't think she was saying that she was. Seeking attention per se is that she doesn't get any attention. Yeah, it's not like she's out there looking for. I know it sounds contradictory. I think what I got what she meant. I feel like it just didn't translate well to how she said it. Right. Which I mean, I just feel like she's entitled to feel exactly how she feels. Like. She basically said, I have an insecurity, and although I know it's stupid, because she said it, I know it sounds crazy. This is my insecurity. And what she shared, and which people took it as, oh, she just wants attention. I just feel like she was basically trying to say is, I'm married to someone who constantly gets attention, Mm -hmm. and that bothers me, and I don't get any attention and I would just like to know as a mother who has three kids that I'm still bomb and I'm still worthy of attention even though I do feel like you should want that attention from your husband I but I'm not hurt like she said this is her insecurity and if that's how that makes her feel she's allowed to feel that way not only personally I feel like if I had somebody like that, I do still feel like I would sometimes be like, dang, I do wonder if I still got it. But I would realize, like, people are respecting my marriage. That's why they're not trying to shoot their shot at me. Um, That, you know, I have a great husband who loves and appreciates me. But I do get how... I do get it. I get both sides. Like, I, I totally get how... What made her... Where she was coming from in that place. Yeah. I just think that people just took what she said and made it more than what it should have been in the first place. I mean, yeah, I guess I still, I feel like I I agree with what she said because I can personally say, like, after I had my daughter, even though my husband was telling me, like, you're beautiful and X, Y, Z, it's your partner. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know they're going to tell you those things. Mm -hmm. And not to say we... I necessarily was seeking validation from other people, but it is nice when a random stranger gives you a compliment and I could understand how obviously, you know, she has her own business ventures, but like you mentioned earlier, like the attention that she gets from her husband is magnified because of his fame, where it's kind of like an imbalance of like, well, he gets all of this attention from outside people. And, you know, I mean, I get attention from him, but I mean, shoot, I felt that way after one kid, so I can only imagine after three. (laughs) I agree. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I get where she's coming from because I was there. Like, I had to go back to work 
five weeks after I had Brie, I wasn't feeling great. I thought that I was looking like crap. And like you said, your partner tells you, but you just kind of feel like they're supposed to say that. I mean, in theory, it should be genuine, but you kind of do just feel like, I mean, of course they're going to say that. Yeah. So we all like... We all like to be told that we look nice. We all like to feel, you know, good about ourselves. So I get what she was saying. And I think that in general, just as women and mothers, period, that we just want to still always feel relevant and and, um, validated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and not just have it taken for granted. Yeah. I mean, people look at her and they're like, you're in this glamorous, luxurious life, not wanting for anything. You're married to Steph Curry and you're complaining about attention. Yeah. But at the end of the day, she's still a human being. Yeah. And she has vulnerabilities and insecurities just like all of us do. Right. Yeah, because like she said, because she did make a post and basically responding, basically saying like, I don't care what y'all are saying. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I feel. I've always been one to tell my truth. And if me saying that made somebody else feel who's been through that realize that they're not the only one, then so be it. And I respect her for that. Yeah. Like, stand by how you feel. That's how you felt. And then Steph came and publicly supported her, too. Like, mm-hmm. I admire you for speaking your truth. And his opinion, the only one that really mattered in the first place anyway. Yeah. So. Right. All right. That's I that. wonder how you feel about people sliding in her DMs now, because I'm sure that's happening. Oh, you know that's <laughs> happening. Uh, you know her DMs you know, is going hey, crazy. Slide me your Instagram <laughs> I need you know <laughs> your right. account added onto my phone as well. Yeah. You know? Well, shout out to them. I just hate how the world is just so like you say the smallest thing, and then people just magnify it as if you're not allowed to feel or be vulnerable or have irrational feelings like I know myself I'm the queen of irrational feelings I'm always feeling things that I know may not be true but in that moment like that's just how I feel and I just feel like I hate how everything we say is like stigmatized like you can't say anything without people it feel like the world don't want you to be vulnerable like they don't Especially want you when you're like a celebrity yeah I feel like even I mean, it happens in different ways. Like when Trump or whoever it was was telling him, like basketball players, just shut up and dribble. Like we yeah. don't care about what you have to say. Just entertain right. us. So I feel like it happens a lot more to celebrities because it's like we want you to have this perfect. Yeah, we want you to portray this like perfect lifestyle, this perfect relationship. Like keep that over there. Yeah, yeah. So when they do say something, it's like, well, you have no reason to complain. Yeah. What are you talking about? And it's like, but it's like, like your mom said, like I'm still a human. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like they want to keep you in a box. Mm-hmm. Like, right. you stay in these perimeters. Yeah. yeah. Not cool. All right. So, that's all I had in the pop culture section this week. <laughs> Why okay. are you making that face? Right. right. Did anything happen in pop culture that you want to bring to the table today? No, you guys have pretty much covered are it. Are you sure? Yeah. The, the Aisha Curry yeah. thing was like the biggest story for the week for me. I can't so. believe it was that big. Yeah, they literally talked about yeah. it all week. Yeah. It was a back and forth debate. And the thing was, I, I watched the um, Red Table Talk episode with all the women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they had some really insightful, interesting things to say. Mm-hmm. But I was just so shocked that they just kind of like 
totally underscored all that to focus so on that her. one yeah. thing. Yeah. Because yeah. one sister, one, their sister mentioned that she deals with anxiety. Yeah. Like at a very high level. Oh, man. Yeah. And I thought, you know, kudos to her to being just like forthcoming. About that. Yeah. Because yeah, it's just like, I feel like when you're given these platforms that you should be doing so where you can be impactful and like maybe say something that somebody else may be experiencing but doesn't have the courage to come out and say. Right. So I think, you know, a lot of times, like you say, they like you guys were saying that they don't want you to like be rational or you know be truthful just you know present yourself with this per- perfect picture life yeah and that's just a false misconception mm-hmm. so yeah i agree and then it, it has people striving to like attain things that aren't necessarily like realistic you know what i mean right because some people may view i know people say all the time like steph curry and aisha curry like Couple, couple goals, goals you know right. what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like this allows you to see that even when you are of that, you know, financial level or fame, like, you still have to work on the everyday relationship yeah. dynamics yeah. that everyone does. So, yeah. Yeah. And even if you don't agree with what you said, with what she said, I still feel like, okay, some people, that's not your insecurity. So, you don't, re- you don't relate to it, but don't, like bash it you know like just because you don't relate to it don't try not to understand where right. she came from where right. she coming from i think right. the thing is people are just not they're listening but not for understanding they're right. just listening to be like oh she to said she want niggas to be in her dms all oh, that's that's all she said yeah. like especially the men oh all she's saying is <laughs> she okay so it's cool she want male attention so like no that's like dig deeper like some stop being so surface level with everything right. yeah okay anyway moving on from that um meeting of the mind sign so um, I, we feel like it's only right since it is mother's day and bianca's mom is here that we discuss motherhood um obviously we talk about our perspectives of as you know millennial moms and just we're kind of still i think Figuring it out. Yes, we you know? really are. So it only every makes day. sense. Literally. Every, every <laughs> yeah. hour. Yeah. Every, every hour. Every time something comes like, up, like, whoa. whoa. Okay. All right. All right. So am I going to put her in time out? Or is this a conversation? Like, what am I supposed to do? So it's only right that since we have you here, that, you know, we pick your brain and just learn more about motherhood. Motherhood. Yeah. So, you can just tell us a little bit about you and how long you've been a mom. (laughs) And, um, you know, anything relevant to your experience as being a mom. Okay. So, I have um, two children. Obviously, Bianca. Um, Her favorite. <laughs> wow. You're not supposed to say that. My bad. Don't, you don't have to agree, Mom. I already know. Go ahead. Right. Because she know I love both of my children equally. Um, the PC thing to say. Continue. <laughs> anyway. So, Bianca was 28 and um, Isaac, two, number two, who is 17. Um, they're 10 years apart. And I like to emphasize that because... Um, motherhood for me was different with both just because I had Bianca when I was 
20, going on 21. So having been a young mother, um, you know, you don't know anything stepping out the gate. You're just like looking for like guidance and examples. And and fortunately for me, I had a um, strong network of women who provided that support for me, um, you know, obviously including my mom. And um, I have found that, you know, being a mother at a young age is a trial and error phase because you just like are on this journey trying to figure things out. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things I just learned along the way. But then when I had Isaac, you know, I felt like I was fully, you know, not complete as a mom, but I had a lot of knowledge and wisdom and I was going to like work to do things a little differently and learn from the mistakes that I made um, with Bianca being a young mom. Okay. That's great. The fact that you even had the courage to do it again 10 years later. That's a big (laughs) age gap. That's a big age gap. Yeah. It wasn't, I didn't plan it like that. You know, so um, I had Bianca. I was a single mom and I was real content on being a single mom. Like I had our whole life planned out (laughs) and I had actually planned on um, moving out of state. Um, but then, you know, I met her, well, her dad, because that's who I consider her dad. Um, and the rest is history. He Aww. didn't have any children, so I had to have one. And he said if it was a boy, he would be good because we had our girls. Okay, so. it worked out. Yeah. First of all, I never knew anything about these moving out of state. <laughs> I'm so sick of finding out about stuff on the podcast. <laughs> She gets mad every time she finds out about something on the podcast. Like, oh, okay. But cool. I thought I'd discuss that with you. No? No. Okay. Well, it was part of my plan. Okay. So what was the hardest thing about being a single mom? Just, I mean, just the day-to-day. You know, just trying to get you to school. Um you know, at that time, I was, like, really living paycheck to paycheck. Um, just making sure that, for me, um, being present mm-hmm. is is very important to, like, be present um, in your kids' lives. And um, that was, like, a hard for me because I was trying to do so many roles. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but... Just making sure that you had everything you needed, um, whether it was the tangible or intangibles. Yes. And um, keeping myself together, because that's important. And I know you guys talk about self-care a lot on the show. But it was important for me to, like, try to keep myself together so I could be uh, as best as I could for her. Yeah. Yeah, I never remember my mommy looking raggedy. You know, <laughs> like, you know, people come up to this class sometimes. You know, I always had the cute mom oh walking in this school. Like, yes, that's your mom. Yes, that's my mom. <laughs> oh my God. Always appreciated that, homegirl. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Also, making sure that I had all the the basic necessities yeah. as well. Because I also remember growing up, I really just feel like I don't 
there was nothing that I wanted that I couldn't have or that I didn't get. So, yeah, um, I appreciated that. And I have to also give credit to um, her grandparents because, like, they were, like, the best support team. And whatever I couldn't do, they picked up the slack. Yeah, like, my grandparents made sure I had everything, Mm -hmm. like... I used to go over my great grandmother's house on the weekends. See, this how my mama had it good. <laughs> she was a single mom, right? But I loved going over my great grandma's house like every weekend. That's what I wanted to do. So I'm thinking, you know, I'm making the executive decision Psych. to go kick it with my cousin at my grandma's house. Really, my mama just getting free weekends, <laughs> free kids, free weekends. <laughs> And we it worked out for both yeah. of us because I'm not thinking about her. And she like, yep, I got yeah. my time to myself. So that was great. But when I did go over there, like, my aunt lived with my great-grandma. And she was kind of strict. <laughs> like, she didn't like me going into the refrigerator and stuff. It was just real old school there. Like, couldn't drink juice after a certain time. But my grandparents used to send me over there with the snacks. Real hood though, I I loved open pit. My grandfather, wow. <laughs> my grandfather would make sure I had my open pit, my blue juice, and my Doritos. Right. Like if I didn't have my essential snacks at my grandparent at my great grandma house, my grandparents would come and drop them off. So like I said, a team. Yeah. 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 So obviously, it takes a team. Did you like notice a like? Was it different from raising Bianca to, like, when you raised Isaac? Completely different? Completely different. See, that's what my mom says, too. My sister and I are six years apart, and she's like, it's just so different. She's like, I can tell. Not to say nothing is wrong. Anything is wrong with my sister. Like, she's still great. But she's like, but y'all even turned out completely different, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. I hear when people have multiple kids. I mean, I don't know. but Yeah. I mean, no two kids are alike. Even if you have twins. Um, I think with Bianca, definitely the factor of her being a girl and he, a boy, played a factor into the differences. But um, I also think, too, because they are a decade apart that... How you approach parenting definitely depends on, like, the times you're living in as well. And Bianca was, like, real just rambunctious, uh, outgoing, and um, always doing something. Mm -hmm. So I felt like with her, I was, like, always on the go. Like, even though she was, like, a good student, she had a problem talking. That was the biggest complaint. Oh, she talked about that too. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking like out the gate kindergarten. Cause she used to ride the bus. And so one day I got called on the bus, like, Bianca, you know, she's a good, you know, student or whatever, but she just talks all the time. And this transcended from the bus into the classroom. <laughs> so like first grade, like her teacher came to me, she, Mrs. Davis. I'll never forget her. She was an older lady. Yeah, she was. I, I think she even came to your slumber party and brought a gift one time. Yeah, she was we, real nice. Yeah, we developed a good rapport with her. But she said, I don't really know what to do with Bianca. So she had kind of, because she was like so um, excelled, even in first grade, um, 
that um, she kind of just had her doing her own little independent study. I always <laughs> ended up with independent study. Yep. Every yep. single grade I was yeah. in, my teachers always had me doing different stuff. Yeah. From the rest of the classroom. Like, I remember that. Literally, yeah. every single grade. I remember in fifth grade, it was like I wasn't even a part of it. Miss Corden had me doing so yes. many different sessions and studies. It was yes. crazy. And shout out to Miss Corden because <laughs> she is definitely, like, my favorite and the best teacher I feel like Bianca has ever had. She totally invested herself into Bianca. Which was crazy because I actually ended up falling asleep the first day of her class. We did not get off on the grid. I was so excited to be going to a new school because we had just moved. This one we had first moved to Euclid. Mm -hmm. And I was excited to start at Forest Park, but I stayed up all night. And then when we got to school, I fell asleep. (laughs) She did not wake me up and she did not give me credit for the first project. Oh my goodness. But. Like my mom said, she was the most influential teacher. Like, when we talk about educators that have impacted your life that you will never forget, she is definitely one of them. And just a quick tie into last week's episode, you hear how Bianca's mom is talking about, you know, she had these conversations with the teachers. Yeah. You know, just a little parenting (laughs) one-on-one for (laughs) y'all. Yeah, like... I already, just like how my mom knew that she was about to pull up to parent-teacher conferences and my teachers was going to say, she's a great student, but she talked too much. I already yeah. feel the same kind of anxieties coming up oh, for parent-teacher yeah. conferences. With, she's yeah. great, but she just can't sit still. Yeah. Like, she always be has it. to be doing something. Yeah. So I noticed you did say one thing about how obviously parenting, you know, two children from, you know, different generations, so to speak, it changes. Yeah. Well, Isaac, um, I think because he is a young black male, um, I have certain anxieties with that because of the times we're living in. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely much more like protective and, um, He's a boy, so he has his, you know, deficiencies. I'm always, like, on him about his room, and um, I have to, you know, follow up with him. Um, but he has strong qualities as well. Mm-hmm. Like, he has his little job. He's committed to it. He does what he needs to do. I mean, he goes to school every day. He's never been in trouble, knock on wood. Yeah. But, um I would definitely say, like, as far as, like, strengths and weaknesses, they both have them in different areas. But um, parenting-wise, it's tougher to parent in this day and time to me than it was back in the 90s. Because life was a little bit more carefree. We weren't dealing with all this craziness, you know, so. And that's the kind of things, like, when I was growing up, like, you didn't have to worry about, like, social media mm-hmm. and social yeah. media bullying mm-hmm. and people trying to access the kids through, like, the gaming, the gaming systems, systems and yeah. none of that stuff. And that's the kind of stuff me and Shiny are going yeah. to have to grow up worrying about. And even still, like, little things like that. Cell phones. When do you give your kids cell phones? Like, because now you kind of don't want them to yeah. be out here with just no way to contact you and... I didn't get a phone. Well, I got one when I was 10. 
but like Brie already five and I'm like so when she go to kindergarten like do I need to get her a flip phone like I don't know (laughs) yeah Yeah. like okay so obviously we know it's different parenting now is there anything that like new parents new school parents do that y'all didn't do back in that y'all feel like we should be doing Mm. or like vice versa like you know things that kind of got lost in time and you know wish we would pick back up well, um, I had mentioned <clears throat> being present. I think that is something that's important whatever generation you're raising your kids in. Because a lot of people, um, I see like millennial parents, like they like spend so much money on their clothes and the little girls going to the nail shop at five, getting manicures and pedicures. And I'm like, whoa, this is way too much. I feel like it's important to establish those fundamental values and morals in your children because you're really raising kids to be adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, focus on making them, you know, accountable, productive, um, that they're going to like do well in society because. Right. All that materialistic stuff is not going to mean anything to them, like, when they get a certain age and time. I mean, Bianca, she probably can look back and say, yeah, Ma, I remember you bought me my first pair of Ugg boots. But the most important thing is, like, yeah, Ma, I remember that you was always there for me. Right. Those things, there's no price tag on I always say those um, intangibles. Mm -hmm. Being present, listening, that's important. Make sure, like, you listen to your kids, that that they know that you're there for them, that you're providing good examples for them to follow. Yeah, one thing I really appreciated about it, my mom, is even growing up, I feel like growing up in the 90s, the message was like, just do what I say, because I said do it. (laughs) (laughs) But... <laughs> like no, I'm saying no, I do. I'm saying that that was the message, but I feel like my mom didn't parent me like that. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Do what I say because mm-hmm. if you don't, X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. will happen." And then I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Not just cause." Like right. she always provided me explanation. I tried to do that with Bree to just let her know, like I'm not just telling you to this because I like the way my voice sounds. Like I'm telling you. Because it matters and you need to listen. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know. And that does make sense that we should be focusing more on qualities and skills. Yeah. And not just the appearance. Because I feel like, like we said, we're in like the social media age. So a lot of stuff is for... The gram. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then you miss out, you know, and time flies by fast. Bianca and I were just saying like, she can't believe Rhea's five. Now I'm like... Oh, Maya just turned two. I feel like mm-hmm. I just remember being in the hospital, yeah, having her, um, and just to think about how quickly everything happens. Mm-hmm. Do you sometimes, even now that you know your kids are older, still think like, where is time going? Oh yeah, all the time. Cause like I'm the type of mother, like I wake up in the morning just thinking about my family she doesn't lie she texts me at 6 45 it'll be like did bria scab heal from the when she fell off her girl why are you thinking about that well that's the time of day that i really meditate and 
you know, say my prayers or whatever. And obviously my family are in my prayers. But as far as like, um, um, oh God, I got lost in the question. Repeat the question, Shawnee. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) (laughs) I just got caught up in that moment. I'm sorry. Just like realizing how quickly time is like flying by. Oh, yes. It goes by fast. And I look back because obviously being a mother, you're not perfect. You're going to make mistakes. But at the end of the day, you want to know that you did put forth the best that you could and there are sometimes I you know with time I'll go back and say well I could have done that differently or whatever but yeah like when they're little you think you have all the time in the world Mm -hmm. right like I told Bianca once Bree starts kindergarten it's gonna like go by any faster right so you really have to just hone in and like cherish them where they're at because, you know, when they're babies, you're like, oh, I can't wait until I don't have to change diapers and yes, they're walking. And, and you will say that and then one day they're like graduating from high school. So, um, yeah, time really goes by fast. But mm-hmm. cherish the time that you're in. That's what I would say. I know like one thing, especially... I can speak for myself. When I first became a mom, I felt like I was struggling with, like, just balancing it all. Mm -hmm. And even though sometimes I like to think we have a pretty solid, like, friend group where we, you know, kind of encourage and uplift each other. But do you have any advice for, like, moms who feel like they're struggling to, you know, balance it? Yeah. I would say, uh, well, I think it's great that you guys have this mom network support group I don't really really remember having that when I was coming along with Bianca um but I did like she said she went over her great-grandmothers on the weekend so that was my time for me mm-hmm. like I'm grateful that I had that time to like because I was young so I still needed to be young right. like I even though I had her young I never felt like I got cheated out of my 20s. Yeah. So I would definitely say, and like you guys always say, self-care. That self-care is so important. Mm -hmm. Like, and, um, you know, this goes with the self-care, but just making time for yourself, whether I used to, like, go to a movie or, and, you know, I was dating too, but... The thing about that, when I was dating with Bianca, she doesn't remember anybody but her dad because that was, I kept them. (laughs) Okay. It's okay. All right. I didn't do it. Okay. It's fine. All right. You guys. What? Just finish. Okay. So, I kept them away because anybody that I feel like wasn't gonna like be in my life like for the long rate long duration of it um Bianca did not see them and that's a good thing to bring up because I definitely feel like especially now that we're both divorced and slowly trying to see what's actually out there dating kind of gives me a little bit of anxiety just because 
um, and Bianca too, like we're so protective of our daughters mm-hmm. that we don't, you you know, you always fear like making, not making the wrong decision, mm-hmm. but having someone around who maybe isn't the best example yeah. or X, Y, Z. So I think that's a really solid point to kind of keep that separate until you really are sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, because unfortunately we see those cases in the news where those mothers are bringing a boyfriend around and they're abusing the child. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, how can you just like leave your daughter with, with him? someone? Yeah. Right. Uh, I would, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I keep that level of protection always. Yeah. And it took me a while to like introduce um, Isaac to Bianca. You know, because I wanted to be sure. Right. You know, so, um, yeah, take your time. It's, you know, as far as when you're dating and have the idea of bringing them around your daughters. All right. So now I'm just going to pick your brain since we're on the dating (laughs) with children topic. Okay. Do you think when you first start dating someone, you should let them know you have children like up front? Or is it kind of, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's really tough, though, because, like, some people don't want to date people with, with kids. kids. That's why I feel like I, I'm always, um, like, that's probably the first things that I bring up is I'm a mom. Because I need you to understand that, one, now that you know my I'm a mom, my time is precious. And, two, I need you to understand that my kid is my first priority. So, if we can't get mm-hmm. from here, then we don't need to move forward. I think you should, just based on what Bianca just said, because... You don't have time to be wasting trying to figure out, you know, like be upfront about that. Yeah. Plus, that could be a deal breaker. Yeah. And that's you may not want to date somebody like this. And that's okay. Like, it's a choice. Yeah. But I feel like you guys are like almost hitting 30. So having a child is not unrealistic at this point in time. So. If people, like, don't want to, like, go further with you because of that, then I just think that they're, like, out of touch. Yeah. It was funny. I was talking to one of my male friends, and he recently started dating someone. And I want to say she is, like, 30. Mm -hmm. And he was like, she don't got no kids, though. Ain't that weird? (laughs) (laughs) It is getting to the point where people be like, oh, I ain't got no kids now. We talk about a wide range of topics on this podcast, um, and I know that you do listen <laughs> faithfully. <laughs> Have you ever heard? No, I'm just awesome. Now I'm just being petty. Okay. Have you ever heard Bianca share a story on here that you're like, "Wow, I didn't even know that." Oh yeah, <laughs> um, she. Well, why she was up here talking about? I'm tired of finding out stuff on the podcast that I didn't know. That's how I felt. <laughs> You know, because you guys talked about um, some, you know, serious 
intimate topics mm-hmm. that I was totally unaware of. And um, the incident um, with her at camp yeah. um, being, um, I don't want to say, mal- well. We know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? I'm on the freeway. Like, you know, because it just like totally um, caught me off guard. Um, But yeah, Bianca, I was very aware that she did sneaky stuff over the years. (laughs) So, you know, she always thought she had one up on me. But I kind of like was surprised at some of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just her days where her high school teenage days, yeah. Yeah. She didn't know that they were really wild back in the day. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Because she was such a good student. That's so right. it made Living a double yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Because yeah, so. to be honest, I really was being the model student. I think that's why I got away with so much because my mom was like, I mean, she does everything she's supposed to do. What can I say? When I had to do stuff, it was like, I mean, yeah, Yeah. why not? Yeah. So So. just got to know how to play it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, that's interesting because I feel like um, me and my mom growing up, I was always a daddy's girl. So my mom and I, we didn't really get close until... um, not gonna say that we didn't get close until I became an adult and started experiencing you know like mm-hmm. real woman things where it's like okay well I can't talk to my dad about right. this um but even now I feel like as an adult sometimes I'm still a little bit hesitant to like talk to my mom about some of the stuff I experienced and I really don't know why I Do you ever have those moments? No, I feel like, you guys I feel like me and my mom are really at the point now where I literally tell her everything. Right. I'm like, and girl, I'm not, I'm, so let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> I am not shocked no more. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. So. She be saying some stuff to me that I be like, okay, girl. <laughs> Whoa. All right. We there. We didn't got there. Okay. Well, I think to um, touch on that is because... And when you have mother-daughter relationships, they go through different cycles, Mm -hmm. you know. And, like, maybe five years ago, we couldn't have the conversations that we have now. And I remember my mother used to say, okay, you only been grown two, three days. (laughs) And and that meant, like, you grown, but you still got some growing to to do. do. Mm -hmm. And even with my mom and I, like, we're 20 years apart too so as I get older I feel like I'm catching up with her per Mm se and we have like deep conversations and I'll be like oh my well but you know it it takes time to like get to those places and I think was Bianca you know being you know 28 her own house career mother you know all those factors have a lot to do as far as like what level we can be at right and that's just based on my mom saying that saying yeah so if you had one piece of advice for maybe i don't know maybe like a mom wanting to have a stronger relationship with her daughter mm-hmm. like do you have any advice or anything that's helped you you know what I mean get closer to Bianca yeah. um I mean what I always tell Bianca that 
motherhood among generations of mothers and families is just a continuum. And you kind of like, like I've lived the life, I've lived the life that my mom wants did as far as at her age mm-hmm. going through those learning cycles and Bianca is doing the same like most of the time when she tells me things I'm like yeah I remember when I was there <laughs> you know or yeah I remember I made like bad choices or decisions because it just comes with you know being a young mother you know finding your way but um to answer your question, sorry. You're fine. <laughs> um, as far as building those relationships with your daughter, to me, it really starts off, you know, from the very beginning. But you have to realize, like, you like right now, your jobs for Anaya and Bree is to like be their mom, not their friends. You know, and I see a lot of mothers, like, being their friends, and it's like, no, it's not time for that. Right. You know, because if you're doing what you're supposed to do as a mother now, like, as they get older, they're going to have the highest level of respect for you. Right. Because that's what you want from your girls. You want, obviously, their love, but you want them to respect you as as, um, being their mom. So I would just say, like, take each cycle one cycle at a time and then you will grow into that um relationship bond that you're looking for as yeah. far as you know mom and daughter so that, um, that was good advice mom. That, yeah and it makes sense though because mm-hmm. like I said it's the older I get and I experience things and I do talk to my mom like she, like you she's like yeah I was at that space <laughs> and I'm like you were yes. and she's like yeah like you're yes. not doing anything new and I was Nothing. like okay yeah. yeah, it doesn't change. Um, I just say the players change, but it doesn't change because my mom has told me stories about my grandmother, and I'm like, Grandma? <laughs> <laughs> because when I was growing up, I looked at like my grandmother as this wholesome lady, you know, could do no wrong, and she was just like the pitiness, a pitiness of grace. Yeah. And um, but I realized over time she lived the same life too. So right. But you go through those things to become that person. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Okay, Bianca. Yeah. Why are you making that face? I'm not. What? So now I'm just being extra because I know you're dramatic and you get emotional. <laughs> if there is one thing you could say to your mom right now that we have her here, <laughs> what oh would it God. be? Oh my God. Don't do this. I just want to say thank you. You have definitely been an amazing mom. I know that. Everything that I've ever done has been because of some kind of influence that's came from you. I know that I would not be the woman that I am today if it wasn't for you. I know I complained a lot about some of your methods because I didn't <laughs> understand. But the every day that I'm a mother, the more I understand, I swear. And I, the more that I'm just amazed that you've done everything that you've done because... This stuff right here ain't no joke. (laughs) Um, I admire that you 
whether a single mom and you held it down and even when you still created our family you was still just the same you operated with the same strength just with a partner this time and I'm just grateful for everything that you ever done for me even coming through y'all I meant to tell y'all this <laughs> so I came home one day I had a long day my I told y'all work was kind of trash this week and when I got home, my mom was in my kitchen cooking my favorite meal. <laughs> my dishes were washed. There was wine and little stuff like that. It's like I often feel like I'm not I don't get appreciation for everything that I do just because, you know, I'm a single mom and it's always just on me. So just for you to even just come here and do little things like that for me to make me feel good and at 28, like, you still just thinking of ways to make me happy. And I just love you for that. Aw, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so sweet. You're the best. Thank you. <laughs> so, wait, really quickly, do you have anything, any other questions? Anything you want to share as far as motherhood goes? Um, I just want to say as far as motherhood goes, it's definitely a gift. Um, I love being a mom I just want to emphasize that I just feel like we do have to acknowledge like the struggles that come with motherhood Mm -hmm. and everything that we have to overcome to be these bond mothers but at the end of the day I it's worth it I wouldn't trade it for anything and I know the rest of you ladies wouldn't either so I just want to do a cheers to motherhood (laughs) okay Cheers. <laughs> you know what's weird? I used to, I always said that I wasn't going to have kids. I thought I was just going to be the cool auntie. She did. Yeah, and now I'm obsessed with being a mom. Yeah, Shani is a really, like, Kourtney Kardashian-level mom. So, <laughs> like, she's obsessed with being a mom. Yeah, I'm obsessed with being a mom. And I'm so grateful for people, like, for the mothers before us. Because, yeah. um, kind of like Bianca said, we pro- I feel like we don't always take the time to acknowledge um how grateful we are for you guys and just the things that you do the examples that you show that kind of have shaped us to be the quality of moms that we are Mm -hmm. um so thank you for that yeah yeah and one thing about you like Bianca, as y'all know, Bianca has 50 million children. I mean, 50 million friends. So one thing I can't say about her mom, though, is like she shows up for all of Bianca's friends. You know what I mean? Just like a bonus mom. Because yeah. even at Ray's like engagement uh, party, like I'm telling you, Bianca mom be showing up. And everybody's like, hey! Um, so seriously, like I said earlier, Bianca drives me crazy, but I love her. And I wouldn't have her without you. So I'm just Aww. so appreciative of you. I need Kleenex. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, um, you know, I've seen your guys' relationship and there are things about my mom's relationship, me and my mom's relationship that I try to have with Amaya, but there are also things about you and Bianca's relationship that I take note of and are things that I want to implement in my relationship mm-hmm. with Amaya as well. And I'm just, you know, grateful that you are such an amazing example Aww. of like a strong woman and a great mother. Yeah. Thank you. You You're guys awesome. are really <laughs> making this a very wonderful Mother's Day. You deserve it. All the roses is why you can still smell mm-hmm. them. For sure. Uh, I do. I do have a question. Uh-oh. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I, what makes you the most proud about me? 
make our parents proud that's and that's true. like really important to me and I know that you're proud of me but uh, okay. you know I just want to make sure no that's fine <sighs> I'm just trying to <laughs> figure out where to begin um so everybody you know pretty much knows Bianca is a overachiever um but it has definitely worked um well for her and her life um like I'm I'm most proud of Bianca is because she has actually taught me. Okay. <laughs> take Mom. your time. No, just take your time. Okay. She has taught me a lot of lessons about being a strong woman. I, people don't know I've seen Bianca go through just terrible things terrible things have happened to her and the way she has exercised resilience and just bravery and courage and she never has let anything just keep her down like when she went I could just even remember when she was just it was she was in high school on the cheerleading squad, how they ostracized her. And that's why I love Terea so much. Cause Terea was like the only person throughout that whole time she stood by her side from the beginning to the end. But just Bianca just, you know, she has so much resilience. She never lets anything like keep her down. Like, she deals with what she has to deal with, and she's, like, back at it, Mm -hmm. you know? And I just have so much admiration for her for that, how she has, like, you know, gone through, like, so many life transitions in such a short amount of time, and she picks herself up, and she, you know, forges ahead. You know, how she has, like, established herself as an adult. I'm like, girl, you done done so many things at 28 that people at 48, you know, haven't accomplished. So, I'm just so proud of the woman that she has become. Mm-hmm. You know, that she's out there. She's doing positive things like this podcast. Um, her dear daughter book. I mean, it's like she's always just okay. What's next on the horizon? Literally, so, <laughs> right. literally, so that I can't keep up with her. So, but um, and she's just a good person. She is. Like she loves with her whole heart. Like when you like in her circle, like she is like one hundred percent in. You know, and that's why I like gravitate towards our friends because I know if Bianca has embraced you that, you know, you really are like genuine. And I always pray for people to like be in her life who are going to like 
love her, you know, without any biases and be there to support her. And I always, you know, talk about you guys and your little circle and everything and just so happy that she has that. But I'm just so proud of her. Like, <laughs> and I was not expecting to break down <laughs> like this. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> they both are sobbing, y'all. In an unexpected turn. Right. I ain't never tell y'all about that high school story. We gonna have to dub back on that. Yeah. High school story. Yeah. What she was just talking about okay. when I was uh, when oh, I was yeah, uh, yeah. isolated. Yeah, another day, another right, time. Yeah. Right. Aww. Well, thanks, mom. That was yeah. beautiful. I'm crying out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, in general, I'm just proud of, you know, all you millennial moms because I feel like even though, like I always say, it's a different time or whatever, but how you are just going so hard with your kids or whatever and you're and you guys are like more knowledgeable and like educated and so you have a lot more information to make informed decisions to really carve out the best life for you know your daughter so yeah yeah so okay well, anything else? no I have nothing I have nothing left Okay, well, that concludes this week's segment of Meeting of the Minds. Ma- yeah, Meeting of the Minds. Yeah. I was about to say Meeting of the Moms. I mean, um, it was a Meeting of the Moms. Yeah, well as technically. The moms, but yeah. Um, so, again, Happy Mother's Day to all of the beautiful moms out there. And also, just a really quick side note, I know this day can also be difficult for people who have lost children. Yes. Um, so, if you have lost a child, our love and condolences go to you. Um, and you are still appreciated for your, you know what I mean, your contribution and just being a strong woman. Yes. So... This week, Bianca gonna roll her eyes <laughs> for this week's self care share. Although uh, this is coming out on Monday, so although yesterday Sunday was uh, Mother's Day, this week I'm asking y'all to dub back. We are not only celebrating and appreciating our mothers on Mother's Day, you know, spoil them again this week. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <coughs> Bianca. <laughs> Whatever. I don't even have the energy <laughs> to dispute Shani's uh, self-care share Listen, this week. Motherhood, motherhood is, is... Go ahead. Motherhood, we just talked about it can be tough. It's hard to balance being a mother and, you know, being a woman. It and is. just trying to do things for yourself and pave your own way while also raising a child. And, you know, sometimes we do forget to give our moms the the love and the appreciation that they deserve. And it's great when we do it on Mother's Day, but, you know, a little extra never hurt nobody. Another thing I do want to add to that is to acknowledge the women who may not be actual mothers but are taking on mother responsibilities because although they may not be bio moms, they are also appreciated for For stepping up to the plate. I know some homegirls who are raising kids that aren't theirs and I admire the fact that you could step up and take on the responsibilities of being a parent because you know you sacrifice a lot to be a mom and And the sacrifice yeah to sacrifice it for you know a sister or a cousin or just somebody that you're taking responsibility of you're bomb so shout out to y'all shout out to y'all 
Can I do a shout out? Yes. I would like to shout out those who moms are not with them anymore. And I know this is a difficult day to um, endure, but I would just like to say I hope that you can like find um, peace in the fact of the time that you had your mom and that you can carry her memory and legacy with you um, forever. It's beautiful. Yes. All right. So our PTB this week. Okay. Our P2B this week is actually one of our board members for our dear daughter, Queens Align organization. It's Ashley Hill. So Ashley also is, I mean, she's a PTB all the way around. She literally just got back from Amsterdam. Whole photo shoot in Amsterdam, Black Girl Magic. I mean, she's just everything. But this segment that we're shouting her out for is her business. So she has a styling company business. Um, She styles men. So Ashley is a stylish girl. She is very stylish, addicted to men's fashion, based in Dallas. Texas. She will travel. She does do virtual styling. She's recently gotten into couple styling. And she also recently revamped a married couple. They've been married nine years with two toddlers, and she styled them a couple engagement photos. So she's nice. elevating all styles. She's focused on men, but I mean, cause she does couples, and I've seen some of her work. It's really great. If you want to see, you can head over to her website at ahillstyling.com. She has an Instagram page. Her Instagram page is ahillstylingco. Um, again, Ashley Hill is the CEO. And if you need some styling services, you need to hit her up because she puts to get she puts the men together. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah, you know, that's a nice way to tell your man that you don't really like his voice. <laughs> like, hey, I found a stylist. She's just gonna show you some stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, ladies, if you I need your man to switch it up from the you need to. T- I'm telling you, like she puts them together. I've seen her work. Okay. Well, I'll put all of the information in the description box, so you guys can definitely click on the links and check it out. Yep. All right. So my quote for it's gonna be mom related, isn't it? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not even gonna take no guesses. My quote for today is. You have been assigned this mountain to show others it can be moved. So, yes, it's about being a mother, but not direct. Not because I like that one. it's basically yeah. showing that you've been assigned this person to inspire, even yeah. if you're not a mom. Yeah. Whatever task you're doing that you complete, I'm sure you've inspired somebody else. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. She always thinks she knows stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's usually right. Whatever. Anyways, like that one. Definitely like that one. (sighs) I can't believe we're still doing this podcast. I know, right, (laughs) y'all? We are on like episode. How long has it been now? I don't know. It feels like forever. We on episode like 37. Oh my God. Yeah, it'll be a year in September. Yeah. Yeah, and the way these months are moving by. It'll be September in no time. It will. So, again, if you made it this far, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate our podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Don't forget to tell a homegirl <laughs> to tell a homegirl. Drop us in your group chats. Y'all know how y'all do. And, yeah. 
Okay. Well, thank you again for joining us. Thanks, Mom, You're for joining welcome. us. Thank you. It's been a great way to start <laughs> Mama, 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 you know I love you. Yes. Mama. Mama, Mama you're the queen <laughs> of my heart. Get it. Alright, y'all got it.